Remember, it's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect. 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 You represent everybody that came before you. And everybody that'll come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You gotta listen to that spirit, you gotta fight for it, you gotta believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life You've got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. Through the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes past the hour, brand new day. It's Friday. We thank you for being with us. If you're listening live, it is Friday. The Wheel of Meat will spin today. Why? Because it's the last day of the week, weekday, and uh, it has not spun yet. So uh, we are going to spin that puppy today. Wheel of Meat will spin. Rick and Bubba University podcast will drop tomorrow morning on all platforms here on the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we talked with uh, Josh McDowell. Josh.org is where you need to go. Josh McDowell Ministry. Uh, and uh, we uh, broke down a number of different things. Uh, the main topic was the current state of the church in America, especially as it relates to the younger generations. A great podcast. So however you get the podcast, make sure that you're ready for it tomorrow morning. All right, well, let's get ready. The boys are here. Over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. And right in front of me, it's Michael oh, Hamm. Oh, yeah. hey, Tom. How you doing? And I'm Speedy. How are y'all doing? You doing good? Well, and, and I was going to address that this morning if you didn't do it. Yeah, hey. Speedy. Right. So Tom, Tom, yeah. Tom Landry. Uh, and then there's Oedie Van Adler. He is here flying solo today. I think we're internalists today. So, hey, boys, this is what we got. How are y'all? You never know. You never it's a know. day of you never know. I've got, uh, I've got a little happy for you, Helmsy. What's up? I got a little something for you, buddy. Oh, my goodness. You know, every now and then stuff, <laughs> stuff, stuff comes in the mail. And you're not, you're not sure. And let's just be honest. I'll walk in and I'll sit on my desk. And a lot of times people just throw stuff on my desk and, Hey, yeah. it came in the mail. And, uh, and we're reluctant sometimes to open it. We're not, Hey, what's this? You know, oh, it's another book or whatever. Well, sure. this one came through. It was kind of cool little packaging and it came with a note, Greg. And it said, Hey, Speedy, how are you doing? Why is Greg such a jerk? <laughs> no, he didn't say yeah, that. I'm sorry. I uh, was listening to the show today and thought it would be funny if y'all, uh, had Helmsy wear one of uh, these shirts that I made uh, since he's now so into outer space and 
considered to be a rocket scientist. Uh, he wow. should wear this. What a jump. Wow. Been listening been listening to the show since the sixth grade at JSU. I'm an alumni and uh says OHS grad. I'm assuming it's Oxford. Uh planning to send you a couple of Ani-Ana. other stuff. Uh and um uh, maybe later in the week. Uh this is out of Huntsville, of course. His name is Derek. Uh and uh, he wrote by the way, you know, kids nowadays they can't write in cursive. Did y'all know that? But this is yeah, cursive yeah. writing, so here. So I think I made all that out. Uh but basically because of your 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 new love, and you've always been interested, but your new love for NASA and, and astronomy and all this level. kind of stuff. Yeah. He sent this shirt, and it's a T-shirt for you, and it says rocket scientist. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Now, I don't think I deserve to wear that, um, and I know it's a joke, but I I, I don't know. I'd be oh, rocket I'd scientist. feel weird wearing a rocket scientist shirt. Well, I mean, you know why? Now, of course, I can wear, if I wear it around the house, <laughs> then you know I, that I can see that. But I can't wear this in front of Bubba. Well, I mean, I think you wear it, and picture this. It's a good-looking shirt. What yeah. if you're wearing that, okay, and you're on the back deck, and you're calling the kids out to look to, to try to look at a star oh, or yeah. something oh, like that, and you're, and you're pointing up to the sky, and you're like right there or something, and you're just wearing that? How proud do you think they would be to be your kid? I like this huh? a lot, by the way. <laughs> I like this. This is a great gift. About it, huh? Yeah, and it's That's a good a shirt, gift. too. It is. That's uh, you a great can, gift. You can really do better in that shirt. Who, I like what, how who that is that? Who do I need uh, to thank? It's Derek. That? You got the – it's uh, – Derek. Uh, is that what you? Uh, that's what I made out at the bottom there, Derek. Derek. Yeah. yeah, he didn't give his last Derek, name. Thank you so much. But he went to Jacksonville State, Oxford High School. It looks like he's from the Calhoun County area, and uh, now fantastic. I guess he's in Huntsville. Maybe I don't know. Making sure. Yeah, not a whole lot of stargazing going on yesterday. I have I have yeah, turned good. up my right, uh, right. yeah I have turned up my satellite tracking abilities a little bit. You have. I've got three or four that I get notifications on when they're passing by. Okay. Um. So anyway. Well, there you go. That's well, awesome. I just thought Thank you, I Derek. thought that that I I got it yesterday, and I said, you know, I'm I'm going to hold this and maybe yeah. just start Helmsy's day off right. Tomorrow. Well, you did, and so there that you go. That was an excellent decision. There you go. If we were working tomorrow, you'd be wearing it next day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guarantee yeah. you, when he wakes up to have his coffee and listen to the podcast, he'll have that on. Yeah, that's true. That's that's done. Um, I saw a story. You I know, may put it on over this because it it it'll, it'll match. Yeah. May yeah. do that. I mean, just the slide break. that puppy on. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking a lot about Tom Brady to the point where, you know, it gets a little exhausting here. Uh, but there's the a goat. Fox News story out, and I guess I was I was not as informed as I thought when it came to this whole uh, saga of the Patriots and Tom Brady. I was led to believe, because I didn't research it enough or the news wasn't out, that it was pretty much the Patriots not deciding if, if they're going to bring him back and what the deal is. But according to this story, uh, and um, and Adam Scheffner, the Patriots are basically trying to get an answer from Tom Brady on his plans regarding free agency in the 2020 season before the free agency opens up in March. Yeah. So they're the ones that are sitting there waiting. Tom Brady hadn't given him their de- uh, he, Tom Brady hadn't given them his decision. I thought it was a little bit more of the Patriots not well, sure if they wanted to sign him, but the Patriots are like. Hey, we'd love for him to come I, back. We're waiting to see what he what he wants to do. But I, I, I tell you what, we're not going to wait till March and then be left at the altar and him decide, that, hey, I want to go somewhere else or I want to do something. So they're trying to be aggressive on getting Tom Brady to give him them an answer. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact, and we have discussed this, over the last few years, Brady has wanted a multi-year contract, and they wouldn't sign one. They've been just giving him year to year mm-hmm. and, and these type things. And I think – 
the battle is the Patriots are still, hey, I'm still taking that position. Mm -hmm. And Tom is wanting to know, do I continue down that path or do I go get a multi-year deal with somebody else? Yeah. And so I think Which, I think the Patriots are, are going to allow Tom to keep playing there as long as he wants to, but it's mm-hmm. only going to be a year to year deal. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, and I don't we, know that. And Tom has never liked that, right? Yeah, he has he hasn't. But but we know he he'd like to probably he'd like to stay there and finish there. But he's trying to hold sure. that leverage of going, hey, I'm I'm waiting a little bit to see if maybe y'all will come to me with the other. But you know, last year with Rob Gronkowski, he he waited until like late March before he retired. And the Patriots, because of that, missed the window yeah. on free agent tight ends, and they're like, "We're not going to do that again. Yeah. You got to let us know something." But I just thought that was interesting because I thought it was more of the Patriots not sure. And I guess it goes both ways. I guess if they could probably go ahead and offer him something now, uh, but they're if but, they but they're wanted, waiting on what he wants to here's do. Here's the deal: if the Patriots wanted mm-hmm. Tom Brady to be their quarterback mm-hmm. for the next two to three years. Tom Brady would say yes to that, mm-hmm. but they're not willing to offer him a, a hey you're you're going to be our quarterback and you're, until you're 45 and that's when you're going to retire, but they won't do that. And I'm like Greg, I don't blame them either, but that's mm-hmm. the that's the the rub. Yeah, uh, he was interviewed by uh, Jim Gray, a Fox News contributor uh, last week. Tom Brady was. He says I'm open minded about the process, and at the same time, I love playing football and want to continue to play and do a great job. I'm looking uh, to what is ahead. Whatever the future may bring, I will embrace it with open arms. So, looks like to me he's definitely not retiring. We knew that. He's, he's, uh, he's been outspoken about how he'd like to keep playing. Uh, but the, the news today is just that the, the Patriots aren't wanting to wait until free agency to make the 2020 decision on Tom Brady and, and are asking him, please, for the love, get, let us know what you want to do. So we'll see yeah. how that plays out. How about that? Pro Bowl is Sunday, uh, if you care anything no, no, about no. that. Uh, it is Sunday and then Super Bowl a week from Sunday. They had the skills challenge last night. Did y'all watch any of that? Yeah. I didn't even know it was on. Did not. I did I not. missed that. Mm. <laughs> gummit. No, I would have watched it if I had just been sitting around. I was watching Homestead Rescue. All right, Rick we'll be right back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In the atmosphere With drops of Jupiter in her head 21 minutes past the hour It's the kickoff hour uh, So um, thank you Derek uh, For the Rocket Scientist uh, t-shirt Helmsy's not next day guy He's next segment guy He has put it uh, over Over his zip up pullover that but, he had on and i don't know if it's designed for that but that's like if you had a jacket on you put a yeah. shirt over it right that would be the equivalent yeah of that. Well, i'm yeah. excited have you ever put a shirt right. over a jacket? i'm excited guys i let, just thought you me. might take the zip up off and put that started on. to but it's, it's still too cold for listen, that listen and he was grinning it's you not, know he, he was grinning trying to straighten it out no, like no. it's not as tight as i thought it's not as tight and then, yeah, it's like yeah it's like right. somebody's got him in a full yeah. nail yeah i well, currently have three shirts but you know what i'm saying it'd be like i had a zip up jacket on i put a shirt over it Staying with it, at least for this hour. Right. You know why? I love this shirt, Derek. That's right. If love you could have had – Derek might get listener of the week. Your pullover, mm-hmm. Bubba's vest, and then that shirt. <laughs> Ooh, that'd that be awesome. would look good. That would be awesome. You know, like a tick. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and like carry Bubba around piggyback. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that one. 
right, so what do you got for so us, So I had kid? a funny story from yesterday. So I finally got a chance to talk to the kids. You know, they do this weird thing every year uh, where they go to Atlanta and they go to several different things, mm-hmm. museums, and then they get, cap the night off with a Hawks game, which I think is really cool. So they leave at 6.30 in the morning. They get back after midnight, and both of them went. And I didn't have a chance really to – I saw them when they got home about – 12 15 12 30 and it was more of a hey how you feeling you mm-hmm. are you tired did y'all have fun there was no really details but i started digging into the details of the trip yesterday and i, I thought i had to share this so last night caroline's doing homework and she goes hey is cnn fake news oh y'all and I said, oh, I said, well, and I started explaining. I <laughs> they said, were well, right there if they were watching the whole Well, no, they, they, right they actually went, oh, too. Okay. That was All part right. of it. And so I said, <laughs> uh, I said, well, I said, you know, you've heard Trump say that, our president. Mm. I said, I said, you've probably heard me say that. And I said, yes, for the most part, what you need to understand is they have an agenda and they have a bias towards the things that they believe. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to report on that. And they'll even... They'll even make up stuff from time to time. And I said, that's not a, that's not a lie. That's actually happened. We have plenty of evidence. Uh And said, so that's why they have the reputation of fake news. I said, why are you asking this? Hmm. And she goes, well, you know, CNN was part of our, our trip. We stopped Uh and toured and whatever. And she goes, you're not going to believe what one of the kids (laughs) asked, uh, one of the, uh, guys in my class asked the tour guide. Oh no. And I said, what? And she said, the guy that was doing the tour guide um, had all the kids, had them at attention, and was just like, hey, you know, if y'all, as we go through this, if y'all have any questions at all, oh, just let us know. And there was this one boy that raised his hand and said, can you show me where the fake news division is? No Are way. You Are you serious? That's and, a good one. You got And they kid. said the chaperones <laughs> that were there started laughing. And just, I, bet. I mean, you reckon that kid's a card? Oh, that's funny. exactly. And I said, Do I know this kid? Because I wanted to be able to give credit. Mm-hmm. And she goes, You wouldn't know him. I said, Okay. That's ask where funny. the ask the tour guide at CNN <laughs> where the fake news division was. Oh my god! He could have just walked him through the front. I know. What if they looked right, right here? Said right here, yeah. fake news. Right. But right the, but Caroline wasn't really sure why she was laughing. She mm-hmm. was laughing because others were laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And so she had to ask me last night, "What is this? Why is this?" She didn't want to be said? left out of the laugh. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't really understand why. <laughs> She's like, "Are they? What's the deal with fake news?" <laughs> Forgot you had that T-shirt on so, as you talked, yeah. but um. That's that's really funny because kids will just say the darndest thing. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. They just ask. Him, how many times? And I guarantee you, some parent put it up to which I think is great. Some dad said, "Hey, <laughs> ask them where the fake news division is when you're over there tomorrow." How many how many times do you think these tour guides, uh, which a lot a lot of them are interns and different, how many times do you think they're asked that? Oh, I, I bet it's daily, if not more oh, than sure. once <laughs> it's a good day. Stuff. Yeah, it's so, just to me, it's funny coming from a 12, 13 year old. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's oh yeah, funny. for sure. <laughs> Can you tell me where your fake news division is? <laughs> he couldn't wait to do it, too. Oh, know. no. <laughs> Caroline said he was serious. Like, the question was serious. That's funny. Excuse me, sir. Can you tell me, can you point me in the direction of the fake news division? Yes. Guys, yesterday, speaking of, of just hot stories and, and kids. You yeah. look hot. Right? Um, struggling. I, I met up with Tyler. He, had, he was in town for a little bit, and after, uh, after we saw each other uh, where we were, he said, let's go grab lunch. And he said, where we are, there's a lot of good places. And he said, now look, um, where we're going, it's going to alarm you a little bit. He said, but if you'll just trust me and go sit down and order a hamburger, it's going to be amazing. And I'm like, okay, sure. I've been in some dives before. Matter of fact, would y'all not agree? Some of the best places to eat are just dives. You know what I mean? They're just, I mean, they're small, whatever. 
I had. You talking about old greasy spoon? I had a, a hamburger with, listen to me, barbecue chips mm-hmm. on top of the of the patty. What? And mac and cheese on top of the barbecue chips. I, I get rid of the chips, but I stay with. It the was mac called and a um, a Greg Brady. That that was that was what the the burger was called. Wow. And he said, if you'll just order a Greg Brady, I'm telling you, it's good. I know you, it's good. I'm like, I'd try that. Yeah, I'm I like, like, I like, I'm like that. okay. I like and that and some of the uh, stuff, made me hungry hey, thinking about it. Hey, the stuff they had, it was just like all these crazy. You know, you where had, was this? Uh, it was at um, Jack. Uh, Jack Brown's or Jack yeah. Brown or something like that. It's right across from Hattie B's uh, in Homewood, oh, I know Alabama. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's it's right in the St. Vincent's Hospital yeah. area. If if yeah. you, if you're familiar, I know with that exactly area. what you're talking about. Um, but it's right across, and, and we were going to go to Hattie B's, and he's like, "Hey, wait a minute, yeah. this place. I mean, just it's trust good. me, Dad." So I thought it was closed. It was so dark. <laughs> I thought it was closed. I said, "Son, I don't think they're open." He goes. No, I think I see. You see a TV in there because it was kind of rainy and, yeah, and it was and all a nasty that. day. And so we walk in over there, and and very nice people. Uh, but yeah, it was. I, I mean, like we're, they were that. playing. They I were playing you. hard metal. I mean, I'm talking about it was oh, like wow. <laughs> while wow. we're eating. A little different. And uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. I guarantee Adler knows about. Had this no place. idea, but the waitress claims you said, oh yeah, we win all kinds of awards and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And they had this special sauce. I'm really hungry right now. They had this special sauce yeah, for the me. fries. And it was so good. Wow. Matter of fact, he said, "He said, uh, hey, do you mind?" I said, "I'm." He said, "I'm going to order hamburger and fries and another hamburger." And I'm like, "You're that hungry?" He said, "Well, they're not really, really big." And he said, "But also, being the college student, sure, I want something for when I get back, you know, to yeah. to the apartment." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I don't mind. Go ahead." Yeah. And he went. He went there for that, and then on the other one, he went. Um, it was like bacon, and there was barbecue sauce on it, and something else. He went another. I don't. I forget the name of the hamburger, huh. but he went that route with the other. But I never. He said, "Trust me, I never would have put a cheeseburger with barbecue chips and macaroni and cheese on top of that. I never would have no, put that I together, never and that. never would have thought it was good. I mauled, mauled oh, that bet. hamburger. But it was good. It was delicious. So uh, I told Tara, I said, "Hey, we, we got to go. I got to take you here." It needs to be, you know, daylight and, and all that. <laughs> you not can, raining. Yeah, not rainy. But uh, And they've got a little back deck, I think, that you can sit on. But I had no op- – but I never – I would have driven by the place. Yeah. If I, I never would have walked in that place. Huh. And you open the door and you're like, wow, look at here. That was pretty good. Adding that to my list. Yes, you need to. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back. A lot of carryouts I saw. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Mr. Allen, I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. In the distance, I hear the bells ring. Darkness settles on the town as the children start to sing. It is 25 minutes till top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show is live. It's the kickoff hour. Hello. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at carshield.com. That's carshield.com. You know, as luck would have it, raise your hand if, like, a warranty expires, and as soon as it expires, something happens. Uh, that's where CarShield jumps in. Extended warranty is their world, and uh, they are, you know, they have advanced technology when it comes to communicating and taking care of things 
Uh, you can even use the, the garage or the mechanic you want. Uh, they will handle everything. Uh, if it's an expensive fix, when it breaks, uh, they jump in. Uh, they they uh, have really taken care of a ton of folks here. Uh, they have got great ratings. Uh, this is an affordable protection plan that will save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS, electronics, and more. And as I said, you get to choose your plan and your favorite mechanic or dealership uh, to do the work, and CarShield takes it uh, from there. They offer 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. Uh, they've helped over a million customers, folks. So check them out right now, carshield.com. What you want to do is you want to use promo code Bubba, promo code Bubba, and that's going to save you 10%. If you're one of those that would rather call, you can do so. Operators are standing by, 800-CAR-6000. 800-CAR-6000. Then you just mention promo code Bubba, and that saves you 10%. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, all right, as we uh, roll on back, uh, you know, uh, Greg, yesterday you and I tried to do a little bit better, and we always try to gauge walking across to, the, to, to where we work out Good and how night. cold it's going to be. Yesterday, and, and, I, and I, the boys laugh at me when I tell them you have the ability to think warm. Yeah. And it helped, but you didn't, you didn't do that yesterday. Well, the wind hurt. The rain, too. Yeah. Now, it wasn't as cold, I don't think, as it has been earlier in the no, week. No, it's but just you the added rain. that rain to it. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was a tough walk. You're kind of our fearless leader when it comes to thinking warm. Well, but you got to think warm, but a lot of times wind and rain can overcome that. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I wasn't completely warm, <laughs> but I was probably warmer than you because I was thinking. Right. <laughs> you were thinking warm. Yeah. You got to think warm. <laughs> you try. I to- usually have to do it like when I'm pumping gas or something like that. Oh, yeah. You know, something that you're not going to be out too quick. Yeah. You can, you can think warm long enough mm-hmm. to get through it. Yeah. Now, if it's a long, long stay out there, it's tough. Yeah, it is. Gas yeah. pumping. Right. Going through the store and back, you know, running back from your car. You mm-hmm. can think warm enough to get in and out. Yeah. We've talked. It's not a long term. We've talked about a number of different things about, about getting older. And one thing that is true as you get older, you don't like cold. I, I don't like yeah, I, I used- mean, I. Cold weather affects me more than it used to, and I feel like a pudding. Yeah, when I, mean, I used to first start working for the power company, the older guys would go, because I'd be out there in a short sleeve. I said, you just wait. And I thought, well, that has, what's that got to do with anything? Well, <laughs> I, they were correct. <laughs> I've always ha- hated cold weather, yeah. so I can't imagine what. Yeah. Of course, I've always thought that I'm actually like 60 yeah. instead of I'm yeah. 61 instead of 41. Yeah, you, you know, we, hey, you ain't so. got your shirt on. You pulled it off. Well, I, I, you know, I feel like warm. I was stretching it out. I didn't want to yeah. mess it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, it looked sharp though. Yeah, I like over that. I love the shirt. It I looked really sharp did. over that pullover. It really did. It really did. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. The collar stick. Yeah, you talking about? We were talking about cold. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I just glanced up and looked. <laughs> we're talking about cold weather here, and it made me think. And I have thought about this. All right, let's say you enter the NFL draft. Okay, if I I did, yeah, okay. let's just say that. And All you right. hate what cold. position is he? Um, he is a, he's a he's a cornerback. Okay. Yeah, wow. and That's and he a he, white he, cornerback. No, 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 no. He's strong safety. Okay, okay. playing safety. Yeah, let's, safety. Get, let's get legit here. Yeah, okay. he'll come up and hit you too. Well, yeah. I mean, right? And you in the NFL wasn't legit enough. That's true. <laughs> right. We act like that was a, a possibility. <laughs> yeah. You're right. But let's just I, I'm if we're dreaming, I'm let's a corner. dream big. I'm yes. a shutdown corner. You're a shutdown corner. Press man. <laughs> right. Okay. And you're from Orlando. Okay. So okay. I love the warm you're weather. For, you're from no, Orlando. No, go a little further. I'm, I'm around Miami. Oh, yeah. Cool Springs. You, you, okay. Okay. But but you signed with an SEC school. Okay. Yeah, and so you're playing. You, so, yeah. so you're in the Southeast most of the time. Yeah. And then you sign or, the, or you get drafted by like – 
the Kansas City Chiefs or the Packers. Who did he play for? Or, Chicago. Or, or, or somebody like that, and he's in cold weather, and you hate cold weather. Have you ever thought about how miserable that would be? I guarantee I mean, I'm sure them. the million-dollar contract will help a little bit. It takes an adjustment, but though. But those guys don't like cold weather either. I, I mean, you know what I mean? And I, most of them now is the trend, because we peer pressure, to not wear sleeves. Have you noticed it? Yeah. yeah. It used to just be the big lineman. Yeah. Trying to be, well, yeah. Now a lot of them won't wear sleeves, and I'm thinking, why have y'all not got sleeves on? Because right. this, I mean, I— like at Kansas City last week, the, the your breath's coming out. You can see it. Yeah. It's freezing. Right. Yeah. And everybody's trying to be sharp. And he said breaths. Breath. Like, yeah, you breath. Yeah, that's what he said. But, yeah, but you're right, though. The But you have no choice. Dang what the luck. You're going to go, I'm not coming. Yeah. But then if you sound like with the Dolphins, even though nobody will be at the games, true. at least the weather's better. That's true. They do look at that, though. Let's say there's two guys, and one of them has played in South Florida in college, mm-hmm. and another one's played in Ohio in college mm-hmm. and they're they're on the field and character they're the exact same person <laughs> they go with the person's been the cold they do factor that in and if, if you now that's not on a number one draft pick that's not on right. a joe burrow and, but it but the on down in the rounds when would they have to look at it and they're comparing apples and apples and going well let's go with this guy mm-hmm. he's from this area he know he understands the weather it's not gonna bother him and if you you know come out of college you got to do what you got to do, but yeah. when you're established and you become a free agent, you can go. Well, I kind of want a team that plays in the warm weather. Yeah, yeah. So no question. Yeah, you get to pick where yeah. you're going. Uh, but um, I right, so let's say you know you got the Cincinnati Bengals and the well, Miami, just suck, the, the, so the, I, right? I don't but, and, care what the temperature and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they're they're going to be kind of close. But you go, boy, I tell you, I mean, be pretty miserable up there. I'm gonna tell you, you this know? though, me personally. The Miami thing, I, I don't know if I'd want to play in that weather all the time. You know, I like for the seasons to change yeah, a, little a little bit. Cool. You know, I don't know if I want to be in Minnesota outside like the college team yeah. does. They, I tell you, know, you, a good place is something like the Titans in Nashville, yeah. where you get the you get the yeah. summer. It's it's humid, but you also I do. You know, Hams, off. Hams disagrees, but I like the outdoor stadiums. Yeah, I'm most as opposed to the domes. Yeah, just the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. I here's where I'm at now, Greg. I like the fact that we can put roofs. On them, and we can do Open whatever the winter, uh, whatever the weather's doing. Yeah. But I, because if yeah. it, you can still be outside. Be outside. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. But if bit. it's if the weather's not cooperating, let's not close exactly it in and be the ultimate neutralizer. Yeah. It's but not I, like Kansas right. City last week. That's a wide open state. Yes, it you is. Arrowhead is something. Of course, else. you would think it looks like it's good, but they would have built a new. And how that state has been know. a it's long old. time. It is real old. I guess they've just upgraded it. The Indians built it. Yeah. Well, kind of like Soldier Field. You remember. When we did XFL, I don't think you went on that one. I Thank think you, they Speedy. did build it. <laughs> <laughs> a little it's, late reaction. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right. I was focusing on what he said, but we I went was, to Soldier Field before they renovated Ooh, it, I got and it was a dump. Right. I mean, I hate to say oh, that. I've been there. Yeah, I was you're not, right. But then they renovated, it, and mm-hmm. I'm, they may have done the same thing with Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been renovated since its original yeah. look, modernized. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Soldier Field was before it was done. I mean, mm-hmm. we were in the press box on it. Was, it was really, it was ratty. Right. I mean, it was not impressive at all. Right. And I understand me. I understand. But it is now. All right. So if you get drafted, you're just excited you were drafted, and yeah. then and then you, you want to get a good contract. Yeah. yeah. And then you and then you get a good contract. So, yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying on maybe three, four down the list. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, oh boy. You know, this is this is okay. Wow. So, Do you I'm, think, so I'm in the cold. I'm in a cold weather area. I, oh, yeah. I know this you know? is unrealistic. Oh, I'm in Seattle. That's but, great. I know Training. this is unrealistic, yeah. but we just had Greg playing corner in the NFL, so I think I'm good. Yeah. What if we, for one season and one season alone, combine the <laughs> Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Browns oh. and take the best of those three teams oh, and put them team? into one? Do you think they yes. would mm-hmm. compete and oh, win a yeah. Super Bowl? 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just fun to now, think. Now, not going to happen. But no, yeah. it's not. Right, well, right. well, I mean, we if, were kind of dreaming this segment. Yeah. What if they yeah. come out and say, like, we're tired of y'all being so bad? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to give y'all just for one season. Now, the Browns, as bad as it was this past year, in two go. seasons they have won like 14 games, which is good for them. Yeah, they you know, were, what they, 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 they went six this this season, but eight last year, I think. Something like that. We called it I before the season. The expectations put on the Browns were a little premature. Yeah. Unrealistic. And I, and yeah. I think that, that right. hurt. Um, speaking of the NFL, Antonio Brown has surrendered to police in Florida. There you uh, go, Antonio. Good job. He, uh, you know, yesterday we talked about the warrant for his arrest and all this kind of good stuff, but he arrived uh, at around 10 p.m., I guess, alongside his lawyer, according to TMZ and indicated that uh, he would be spending the night in jail. All right. Uh, and that uh, he has surrendered. And, um, what a handle. Hopefully he'll get bond, he said, today, according to the lawyer, and he'll be acquitted of all charges. That's according to his lawyer. Uh, but um, he was, uh, it was related to the arrest warrant stemming from the allegations that he threw rocks at the moving <laughs> truck and assaulted the driver. And we were kind of playing it out yesterday when we were talking about this all fair you know the owner of the moving company probably told his driver, all right, and I'm going to tell you this right now, if you get to his house and he hadn't paid, don't you open that door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, oh, just yeah. drive off. Because they knew he was going to stiff him because he's, I mean, that, that chef's trying to get his money from that party he came. Yeah. Now, this, you, know, you know alcohol was in, involved. The driver of the moving company claimed that Antonio uh, Brown was impaired at the time of the altercation. Oh and had, had obtained the 911 call TMZ has placed by the driver of the moving truck outside of Brown's um, Hollywood uh, home there in Florida. Uh, so anyway, the, uh, the story today, though, is that he did surrender uh, to police yesterday on that warrant. So there's that. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. I apologize if you were calling last segment. We're internless, so we might do some unscreened phone calls this next segment after the break. Uh, plus roll out with some stories of the day as we get prepared for Rick and Bubba to join us. We know the Will of Meat's going to spin today. You don't want to miss that. Don't forget the Rick and Bubba University podcast with Josh McDowell hits tomorrow morning, uh, either on YouTube, Facebook, or how you get your podcasts. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes until uh, top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. I am Speedy alongside Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. We're here for the kickoff of the new day, and we thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. They're in their offices getting ready to go. A will of meat we know is going to spin today, so be standing by for that. And don't forget the podcast hits tomorrow morning. You know, Speedy, and this, I know Bubba will really you know, be excited about this, and Helmsy too. Oh. On this day, January the 24th in 1984, the Apple computer began selling its first Macintosh. How about this? Now, listen, let me throw these stats out like I know what any of this means. Uh It boasts a built-in 9-inch monochrome display, a clock rate of 8 megahertz, and a 128K of RAM. Now, here's the part. (laughs) The sale starts two days after that commercial they ran in the Super Bowl that for some reason, when we go over Super Bowl commercials, act like it's really great. Which I don't think it is at all. Yeah. You know, every time right. they count them down, they always act like that. Yeah. 1984, the old Mac. Now look at the Mac then, and a nice picture of it, and mm-hmm. then look at the stuff we have now. 
I promise you this: there weren't people camping out, lining up to buy it when it went on sale, like yeah. they do now. Be surprised. Who would have thought, though? Yeah, from yeah. that, I know how to far now. we've come. The old Mac, there it is, 1984. 84. On this day, what were you doing in '84? I was a senior in high school. Wait, on January of '84, yeah, I was I was starting my second semester, of the last day, the last year in high school. Uh huh. Greg, I'm with that? you. I'm with you on the people. Ooh, this commercial. Ooh. Yeah, I don't get what's so great about it. There's Ooh. been so many good Super Bowl commercials, and that's just weird. Right? You watch it now, and you're like, that's not that good. In fact, I so I was reading a This Day in History article just two days ago about this ad, and evidently, I didn't know this, and you guys can confirm this or refute what I'm about to say. I mean, but evidently, that commercial was one of the first commercials to not be like, "Hey, this is a Buick. You should buy it." It's yeah, great. It had like an inner mm-hmm. uh, hidden message. It you had to just, figure out what the product was. Yeah, it was more abstract. It was more cinematic instead of being. You're probably hey, right. yeah, Ovaltine. Because, because during the whole commercial, yeah. you have no idea what the product is. Yes. And then they she slings that hammer or something. Yeah. Uh, it's the most overrated. I mean, maybe it was ahead of his time in the situation by what you're saying, but as far as the best Super Bowl commercial, right, right, right. I right. thought it, that was based on what was entertaining. You watch right. it now; it looks corny and yeah. weird. And at the yeah. time, I get it; it was different than anything else. But that doesn't make it the best Super Bowl commercial, right? Right, right. right. No, I well, get it. Every time they count it down, they always say it is the yeah. Budweiser frogs. I mean, come on, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That is the best one, I think. What is the best one of all time? And Budweiser's that's a tough one. That one too. What's that? Yeah, that's everybody like that's a good that, one. That's that good. went viral. Yeah. They got crazy. something pretty go- going pretty good. I, sh- I know this is, shouldn't be like a beer commercial, but the dilly dilly thing. I mean, people are saying dilly it. Dilly. Yeah. People are saying it. That's what right. you want. People right. are making memes out of it. That's what you got to have now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Apple. See what? See where we're at now. I'm gonna tell you what. It's hard to beat this one though. Puppy, monkey, baby. <laughs> Remember that okay. one? Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby. Puppy, monkey, baby. <laughs> The, uh, this, I remember. I remember this in 1982 that the San Francisco 49ers beat the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl in Pontiac, Michigan. Hmm. I remember that because that's the first year they were actually because that's when it started that run. Yeah, because they were not good in the 70s. They hit. They won this one and then went on a tear. Right. Yep. I was. I was four. I don't remember that. Okay. Um, remember. You talking about things changing? So, like, look at that 1984 and look at what we have today. Someone sent us this email yesterday and said, have y'all ever looked back at what was going on a hundred years ago? I and saw that. Did you read some yeah, of that? Because I, I was amazed. Like, for instance, I didn't know this. The five <laughs> call, the five leading causes of death in 1919. Pneumonia and the flu. Okay, <clears> we got that. I mean, people oh, yeah. die from that, but right. we got yeah. we, well, I used to wipe a lot of people. It did. Yeah. Tuberculosis. Oh, TB. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Ooh. Do y'all realize that diarrhea... Diarrhea, yes, was one of the five leading causes of death, and then heart disease and stroke. Um, Diarrhea, yeah. Do you know that? um, Well, you just get violent and just not. They didn't have Pepto Bismol then. I mean, (laughs) or that other that shuts you down. Some reason in my mind, I can't think of it. Um, The one we make um, fun of all the time: stop a leaking faucet. The um, uh, Greg, you'll love this. In nineteen nineteen, there. Well, I say, I I should say, you'll love this. You'll know where I'm coming from, though. Yeah. There was no Mother's Day or Father's Day. So that's for Hallmark. Obviously, it hadn't been invented yet. Yep. There um, you go. What about that? Back then, uh, they didn't have time to worry about any of that. Now, listen uh, to this. This is amazing to me. I mean, they were dying of diarrhea. They didn't have time. <laughs> Two out of every ten adults couldn't read or write. Wow. Two of ten could not read or write. Wow. 
What about what if you couldn't read? A hundred years ago, did you? Uh, if you already said mm. this, I mean, uh, the life expectancy. What was it, like forty-seven? Uh, it was, by the way. Yeah, you're right. Good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was Gosh, the. That's, that well, when was you the, die uh, of diarrhea, for men. For men. Like, yeah, when you die of diarrhea and stuff like that. I mean, that's just you know we take it for granted common things now that you don't even think about. Only fourteen percent of the homes had a bathtub. <laughs> Good gracious. Only eight percent of the phones had a telephone. How about how about we've gone the other way on that now too? We've gotten rid of the home telephone. We have, yeah, we have, yeah, we have. We're toting them. <laughs> the average U.S. wage in nineteen nineteen was twenty two cents per hour. Man, we're close back to that. And and guys, <laughs> as we get older, we realize a hundred years is not that far off. Yeah. Like that wasn't right. That wasn't that long ago. Anyway, Come a long way. That was just a few things. Years. I. I this person sends us a lot of stuff, yeah. and, I, and I saw that this morning was interesting. Um, yeah, because every so. time, you, anytime you think, man, you know, I kind of wish I lived in that time, then you realize, wow, so you died. Don't of go that far back. Let's yeah. not go that far. How about, back. Go that how about maybe this? Maybe come a little bit further. Yeah, this way. think about this: ninety percent of all doctors had no education. Mm. No education. Ninety percent. They just, they just, had a, they just <laughs> knew things. That guy, old pal, he, know, he knows about how to treat diarrhea. <laughs> go to him. Hey, Greg's really good. He got some old roots that he digs up out of his yard. That he'll give <laughs> well, I mean, really? Uh, I mean, I know that's white meat poultice. Yeah, and you know, word of mouth—that's all you had. I mean, yeah. hey, he's he's good. He treated he treated yeah. me. He treats you and your animals. Mm-hmm. Most women, <laughs> you know, most women only wash their hair once a month. Ooh, what? Kind of gross. I'd almost stop. That's you know, once a month. You know, everybody yeah. stunk back then. They yeah. had to. They yeah. didn't have bad. You know, you, I mean, well, you got to go. Draw a tub of water and heat it up and all that. You ain't going to do that every And day. I know that bothers you. Yeah. yeah. It bothers everybody. But you you really don't like stinky people. I don't, yeah. And I, the I'm surpri- not big on it. The, I'll the, say the, that. But you really hate the surprise stink. Yeah. And that is people that look from afar like they don't stink, and then you and get then up they, on they, them and they stink. Yeah. If I see a, um, you know, some guy that looks like a dirt bag, looks like pig pen, you know he's going to stink. But yeah. if somebody comes up in a suit and tie and they stink, Yeah. that's, that's a whole nother game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back uh, uh, with the guys. They're here. Willamette spins today, <laughs> and it's Friday, uh, so you never know what's going to happen. Been a great week, uh, and we thank you for listening to and watching the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six Wait, minutes past the hour. Bubba. The Rick and Bubba, Bubba Show, 866. Bubba. We Be Gonna Big is our number. Thank you guys for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. Cheryl Crow has our national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fire or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming. 
show thank you for being with us today well here's what we know because we've got down to the end of the week we do know the wheel of meat will spin today so be paying attention uh the wonderful wheel could fire up at any moment speedy the real greg burgess helmsy eddie van adler team rick and bubba on the field and ready to go today uh it will be a little messy and awkward on the phone calls today we do not have any interns so it will depend on team rick and bubba uh, to uh, get in there and stay on top of that. So I'm sure there'll be times that we'll neglect it and it'll ring like there's no tomorrow. So uh, we'll work on it best we can. Uh, so uh, we'll also uh, get you ready for the upcoming weekend. Uh, we'll talk about any stories that have happened since the last time that we were together. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast is back. Uh, when you wake up tomorrow and start the weekend, uh, it will be a brand new edition. Bubba and I visited with Josh McDowell yesterday and uh, he is on a speaking tour right now uh, and he is talking about uh, uh, concerning trends uh, concerning the state of the American church uh, and we definitely jump into that and it's um, hopefully you'll find it to be a provocative conversation we certainly enjoyed our time together with Josh McDowell yesterday we think you will too and we think it's um, you know I think it's an important topic and uh, hopefully you'll get something out of it uh, so that, that'll be when you get up and get ready to go for the weekend. So just uh, remember that. Let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive and get the whole team on the field. Speaking, of course, of the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master at a Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Yeah. 
Paul Thorne. I wonder what Paul's doing. Yeah, I don't know. I quit <laughs> speculating. Yes, I have. Well, <laughs> I've the, never seen anybody fall off the table like that one. The, my, oh, man. Let me tell you, my Paul Thorne relationship, it, it just turned, it went to a weird place. I, I don't know what's going on love, with we it. We love Paul, yeah. and yeah. apparently yeah. we did something at some point to make you mad. Right. Because, I, I've, I've had people. But, but you've tried to bridge that gap several times, and, and he says, yeah, we're going to bridge it, and then we don't bridge it. I don't no, know. He said there's no need for a bridge. Well, but I mean, right. like, I mean, just come back on again. No, what it means, it's like, it, 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 this is a perfect example. It's like you have a friend. And you don't know. There's no sign that anything happened. Nothing. There was no right. walk out. Right. Or remember that argument we got into, and you, and you had lunch on a regular basis. I mean, you just did. You got together and whatever. Right. And so then you finally said, "Hey, man, I, I noticed that uh, that you've been around and whatever. We're not going to have lunch anymore." Yeah, absolutely. Let's have lunch. Okay. Yeah. How's yeah. Thursday look? Ah. <laughs> you know. And then and then How about Friday. And then you come uh, back and say, "Okay, we want you. <laughs> give, are you going to be around? I am. You going to be in town? Yeah, yeah. we're going to have lunch. Absolutely. Okay. What was about eleven thirty? Nah. nah, sorry. Nah. And then also you find out they were in town and they were even near where you were eating, and then they ate lunch. They just didn't eat with you. Yeah. I mean, you start thinking to yourself, okay, well, I, they, there's something between us. Just say it. What yeah. is it? Is it? It's okay. I'm a, yeah. I might even be able to resolve it, or yeah. I, I don't know. I would like to resolve. I mean, I've even got a problem with. Look, you guys are okay. I just don't want to be on the show anymore. Yeah, I, 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 that's I, just, I don't. That's closure. He can even say, I'm not even upset about anything. I just don't really want to do it. I know. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's yeah, fine. Something. Give us something. But we had some radio gold back yeah, in the day. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're right. Still a huge fan. Like Greg said, that that album. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, I mean, seriously, Greg and I were talking about this, and, and we can both be a little critical, you know, when it comes in the music genre, but. I really think that album, Mission Temple Fireworks, stand is it stands with. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy listening to that music as much as I do any album. Multiple cuts off of it. Yeah, multiple cuts. I mean, there's, there's, there's great, great record. It's great music. Very so. very odd uh, answers <laughs> that we do not hold. Well, well, it goes, it goes back. It goes back to this Speaking again. Of lyrics. It, it goes back to this again, and 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 all of us are this way. If there's something bothering you about us, don't assume I know what it is. It, it's okay, yeah, yeah. you know. I may just be a delusional. I may be aloof. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm insensitive. I mean, just, but but you can point to it, and then I might go, ah, uh, okay, man. All right. Sorry about that. I, you know, I never. I didn't know you took it that way, or whatever. You know. Well, uh, a lot to cover today. Or it I is, may say too bad, yeah, so sad. Yeah, you know I mean, mean yeah, but yeah, I, I, either way. But I'd like to know. A uh, lot going on here at the end of the week. Uh, we still have impeachment trials going on. We have That's a, a, blast, a, a b- pretty big admission by the Justice Department today uh, how some of this got started and how we have true abuse of power. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, this, this coronavirus, uh, it's... Uh, Rona. Spreading like wildfire, um, and there is a report today that uh, that this may be not just accidental mm. in the big picture of things coming out of China. So mm. uh, we'll try to get you up to date on that and uh, a whole lot more. You mentioned uh, Josh McDowell on the podcast for yep. this weekend. Had a great time. That was always so always enjoy talking to Josh. Uh, he's uh, he, he's one of my favorite speakers to listen to too. He's just. Uh, very knowledgeable and entertaining, and like I said, he he comes from that background of he he wasn't a believer trying to prove it wasn't true, and oh, ended yeah. up uh, yeah. being converted by that study. So, and uh, always interesting uh, story with him. Yeah, and, and if if that if that genre if he's not familiar to you, I mean he he is like Bubba said, 
if you look at the the books that he has written, they're up there as some of the most influential of all time. Yeah, yeah. I think the, when you know, one the, of them was ranked as as in the it was in the top fifteen most important books for Christians post World War II. So right. that was that's, that's pretty big. big. That's pretty big on. Yeah, and that was the one uh, evidence that demands a verdict. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so him him talking about what we believe, we believe by faith, but our faith is based on a, a load of of actual proof. So. So anyway, and I have to ask the question: If you have to sit in the Senate chamber and listen to <laughs> the uh, impeachment managers saying the same thing over and over and over, okay. does it constitute cruel and unusual punishment? I don't know yeah. what I would do. <laughs> I don't either. Look, I have a hard time sitting down and hearing something for the first yeah. time. You know, I mean, Rick, it's, twelve hours, no phone, no coffee, nothing. You have to sit there. You know, some of them, some of them was missing yesterday. Oh, yeah, I would. And they threatened them with jail time. Why can't you oh, have yeah. coffee? I mean, at least let them have some coffee. It's the same thing we've heard before. I know. Vote. Let's get on with it. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes now past the hour. You never had a chance, did you, babe? All right, so um, I guess we go to talk about uh, Wuhan here. The Wuhan coronavirus and it's um more than 800 people and uh, it has uh, it has killed 26 around the world so far now, th- this month and rick you, c- you listen trust me on this those numbers are extremely low mm-hmm. that, that's just what we have out today but i don't know if you saw the footage they showed people dropping in uh in wuhan or wherever it is and they're mm-hmm. all going hey are these people sick with this too and there was also a report from U.S. intelligence and some World Health Organizations that said that the Chinese military has a lab in Wuhan where they were supposedly mm-hmm. studying the SARS and Ebola mm-hmm. virus, and uh, which means probably trying to weaponize it for military purposes. And they're questioning, has something that they have done or invented got loose? Mm-hmm. And, and that's Uh-oh. where this has started. Well, and plus the other, I mean, I'm not trying to cause a panic, but one of the newsreels I saw, this guy, which looked a lot like Dustin Hoffman, was running, panic through the streets. Right, but right. So I, I don't know. But this is, this does sound like one of those movie things where we got a laboratory, we're, we're dealing with some diseases and some viruses here, and, and, and it's gotten out. I mean... They're they're, is, they're pretty much locking that town down and several others around that until they get a better hand on what's going well, on so, here. So we think this is the problem uh, when you're dealing with a communist country. Yeah, you country. don't know what they're doing. We don't know. We don't the, know. The, the information they give us is whatever they want it to be. Yeah. Well, uh, so in the in the very early days of this, when they should have been quarantining people, uh, there also was a report that the military was out rounding up people who were spreading rumors that the SARS virus was back. So they were more concerned about the PR of that mm-hmm. than actual the mm-hmm. the medical situation going on. So we really don't know, but we do know it's it's dangerous and hopefully it can be contained. We've already had several people in the US with it and we've seen how this thing spreads. I mean, people travel now all over the place, airplanes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's not like you can isolate something like you used to. Well, we've got. Uh, I mean, they, you got here quick. You they, got here in like two days. They've canceled know? the Chinese New Year celebrations, which is fourteen cities uh, have have closed. Have, they say closed fourteen cities. Uh, they've they've shut down part of the Great Wall. Disneyland Shanghai shut down. Even McDonald's 
has closed shop. Now, when McDonald's shuts down, uh-uh. it's serious <laughs> business, you know? Yeah, so um, so so they're saying that, that, that we got public transport being closed, roads being closed, hospitals. Uh, it's um, the, the, the term about the hospital in Wuhan, the term they use for it, overwhelmed this week with people. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, it says festivities being canceled all over the country, including those in Beijing's Forbidden City. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? No, you don't go to the Forbidden mm-hmm. City. Yeah, but what is it? It's kind of like the Forbidden Dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's you a, know, they had one of those. Remember on Planet of the Apes, they had the Forbidden City. No, area. Yeah. You couldn't go to I don't you know. I'm, I don't know enough about it, but they'll have these little things that you basically are tied back to an emperor at one time, had something built just for him or something. <laughs> well, it says Forbidden City, comma, a major tourist destination. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to see the, the Forbidden City for Well, there. if it's forbidden, why? Well, I, it was once forbidden. It's like if I told you this was once forbidden. It should be the open for tourist city. I mean, what if I had a box and I carried it around? I said, would you like to see this item that was once forbidden? You're like, yeah, let me have a look at So I'm going to show you something at one time you couldn't see. There's a little intrigue on that. So we talked about the symptoms yesterday. Runny nose, cough, sore throat, high temperature. They said it's very flu-like. My goodness, everybody's got that. Um, They say the coronavirus, unless, like Bubba said, it was military and they're covering it up, uh, first spread from humans from an animal thought to be a snake. We talked about that yesterday at the South China Seafood Wholesale Market. Some kind of eel sea sea snake or something. It's transmitted transmitted from humans uh, in droplets from coughing and sneezing and touching or shaking hands. All right. It enters humans through the nose, mouth, and then finds the cell in the respiratory system um, and goes from there. The host cell then bursts and uh, hey, you got that virus. Hey, let me ask you this on that. Is that what it uh, says at the end? And hey, you got the virus? Yeah, it does. It <laughs> says, hey, that. you got it. Right. How long does it live outside the host? Like if somebody has it and they cough and it's on a rail or a desktop or something, how long does it live? No. Before somebody cannot be infected by touching, well, that's them. a great question. We'll know. have to look at that. I'll tell you one thing though: for the golden ticket seats, your experience is about to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They say what's getting everybody and how they're mask. dying is. Y'all don't mind a picture with us in surgical masks? Yeah, <laughs> it causes we swelling of the some. lungs, so you have like basically pneumonia. Mm. Is, and is, is it officially going to take me out if I get it, or is that all have to do with my age and my health already? I think if I get it I think any kind of flu like symptom, you know, it stresses your body mm-hmm. and if you are in a weakened state, young, old, mm-hmm. already have a problem, then you know, you're more apt to succumb to yeah. it. So and if it, I, can, if and it can be deadly. I mean the flu can be deadly. Understood, but so. is it that my that's my point. Is this any different than the flu can kill me? Yeah, you I, know, that's a good question. I, I don't know. It, it, that's it appears, my question. It appears to be Is Wuhan you know, a death sentence? I think mm-hmm. it's more aggressive, um, but mm-hmm. we I, I haven't seen any reports to say that you know it's a hundred percent. So, so because uh, I'm trying to figure out, do I have a deadly Wuhan virus, or do I have a virus that I get real sick and it kills people just like the flu does if you're in a bad state? You know, nobody's really answering those questions. I'll tell you this: it's is important a, to know. Yeah, yeah, I admit because li- I'm thinking the same thing. Right. Listen, listen to this terrible way to go. The virus causes swelling of the respiratory system, which can make it hard for the lungs to pass oxygen into the bloodstream, leading to the organ failure and death. Well, now, see, that's, I need to know about that. Is that on everybody? Is that just... That, well, that, if, it, if it gets you, that's how it gets you. You know, I, I'm wondering, am I, am I get away from that guy, that man is a dead man, or if I'm just going to be really sick <laughs> and, and I'll be miserable for a while, but I'm coming out of it. <sighs> I mean, I don't, don't want to be miserable, but death sentence and miserable are two different things. It is. <laughs> Deep breath. Oh, I can't breathe. You know, I'm, I feel like I have it. 
Mm-hmm. I've already convinced JT he has it, so mission accomplished there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's even doing things like saying that he's spiritually ready to go, so he's not as worried as he used to be. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's good. When I get him there, that means it's ready yeah. in his mind. Yep. Because that's him talking to himself now, trying, right, trying right. to be okay. Right. Coaching himself. <laughs> <like. laughs> yeah, in the old days, we'd already have him in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's, he showed some improvement. Right. Now he's just talking about the he's he just assessing himself spiritually if he's ready to die, mm. which is a little bit of an upgrade from how it once was. Still terrified, you know what I mean, but just mm-hmm. has a different attitude about it. But I think the question that was just asked is an important one to get some clarity on. Right? Is there if you get it, are you? Yeah, am I? It, is there a death sentence if I'm already in bad health or elderly? You, you know, I don't know that are, we are really really young. I mean, or is it just if you're healthy, you're just gonna be real sick like the rest of the flus? I mean, I don't want to have it. Don't right. misunderstand me. I don't know if we know enough about it to to say all that. I mean, we know it's out there. It's got a name. We know that, that it's flu-like, but I don't know that we, our health experts, know that much about it. You it's know a why? brand new thing. Well, and plus, who's giving us the information? A communist gun? Yeah, you never know. That, that's always a little shaky. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 35 minutes past. Rick and Bubba Show, Compassion International, and the Rick and Bubba Show teaming up, uh, trying to point you to opportunities uh, to sponsor children all over the world, giving physical, spiritual, and emotional support to a child who's trapped in extreme poverty and bring hope to them uh, for what, for most Americans, is a mild sacrifice about a dollar a day uh pray about this go to compassion.com slash bubba as we are trying uh, you know our best to to put uh, the uh, the audience that god has given us and, and connect you with this need and then watch uh, all of us and you go to action uh 855-293-2323 if you'd like to talk to someone there's also a link there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button so it's, it's interesting, Bubba and I mentioned that we did record another uh, Rick and Bubba University podcast yesterday with Josh McDowell, and this story was one of the things that we were discussing because uh, he's talking about in the times of social media how that is affecting, you know, so much information is available at a fingertip, but then, of course, there's a lot of information that maybe you kind of wish that especially your children didn't have access to. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, so it's a new battle when you're talking about the spiritual health of your home because now – uh, your family members and your children have access to all sorts of points of views uh, that come from who knows where. Uh, but anyway, uh, and he talked about uh, this this particular topic, didn't he? Yeah, Rick, it's a, it's an amazing story, really. It says three out of five adults, or 61%, say they sometimes or always feel lonely. Among workers aged 22, uh, I'm sorry, aged 18 to 22, 73% report sometimes or always feeling alone up from 69% a year ago. So there's a greater feeling of loneliness among people who use social media more. Uh, and at work, men appear to be more isolated than women. So the- you, you know what I think some of this is, too? I, I mean, social media certainly plays a part in it. Mm-hmm. But I think this this absolute crazy political correctness that we've got has a lot to do with it, too, because people are afraid to talk. People are afraid to say what they're thinking because – they think they're going to offend somebody and be made an example of, and then the whole world's going to turn on them in a mob mentality. Yeah, I mean, it, it usually when what they're saying, it, even if it was 
not the right thing. They don't mean anything by it. You know, in the old days, you'd laugh it off and go on, and now you make a federal case out of it. Well, and also the the times you're living in now is – it's almost like, like we're talking about with, with Kanye West and, and even Larry the Cable Guy, uh, certainly um, us to a degree, is you're also living in a time that w- whatever you have ever done in your life, it never goes away. It's out there as an evergreen. And people can go access it. If they can find it, they could bring up, up something from 10 years ago, start kicking it around social media, and people think it's current right now. They have no updates on what mm-hmm. happened since or whatever. And, uh, and I think, like you said, Bubba, I think it almost – you're excited that you – I love the fact, love it, that I can can sit there and do things like, man, now what was that? Oh, wait a minute. Let me just Google that, and I'll get the answer as quick as I can. I think that's wonderful. You know, it, even it's, – it's even helpful uh, with things like, you know, uh, that have the great value. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I go like, now where in the Bible does it talk about mm-hmm. whatever? You put the phrase out there, and the Bible verse pops up in seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it helps you to, to know things. But yep. then with all of that is, is I think you hit it, Bubba. There's a – a terror almost that, that comes over you that if if the wrong thing gets out there and somebody misinterprets or I say something that's not allowed or somebody thinks I said something or, uh, you know, when is the day that all of a sudden it, it starts trending on social media and now I'm in the spotlight and, and then people also can hide behind a fake name and just drop the worst comment about you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there was a time when people talked about you, you didn't know it. Yeah. So it didn't really bother you. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 but now if someone, someone will just throw something out there and just say something, I, I mean, I, I will tell you this sometimes even with, with you know, it, it, we're very blessed because we have so much encouragement, but sometimes, you know, some of the things that we'll have out there and whatever, and I've just gotten where I don't look at comments anymore. Some of the things that people will say is just shocking. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, how would anybody publicly? Of course, I tell you why, because they're not. They don't have to look you in the eye. They don't have to face you. They hide behind a little name and say something. But I think all this contributes to people, you know, as you said, kind of isolating themselves and, and living in fear that the mob's going to get me. You know, because because oh, it, yeah. yeah. it can it, it can happen so fast. And, um, and and the problem, this loneliness has a cost to it in real dollars for for businesses. Because it, it causes lower productivity in people. It causes more days that they miss from work. And it also causes a higher risk of turnover. And when you have turnover, you have retraining and all that kind of stuff. So um, it, it creates a lot of problems. It really does. Uh, one of the things uh, I was looking here, they, they say people who go and have lunch with some of their colleagues have a uh, – a less lonely feeling, you know. So, still breaking the old bread with friends yeah, is always good. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to. You're not supposed to go it alone. And and uh, there's nothing wrong with having time to yourself. I think yeah, that's healthy. Yeah. But but you don't do life alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to interact with people. You need to be social. And and on social media, you're not really interacting with people. You've created these artificial, fake relationships. And then I think what also adds to it. I mean, guys, do you realize now we're we're at a time where you can put a picture of yourself and completely change your look to make yourself look <laughs> like you're, you know, a model. It's not even a real picture of you. You've taken yourself and painted yourself up to look fake. And and I think I think a lot of this is people start thinking that everybody but them has their act together 
physically. Right. Everybody, and what they don't know is, no, no, I'm fat. I just, had, I, I went to, I, I went to a, a, an app and I made myself like I'm not fat. You know what I mean? I trimmed my face down, fixed my face up a little bit. Everything you my see. My skin is smooth. Hey, yeah, my skin. I, I can smooth my skin out. How about this? Let me tell you this. Most of everything you see on social media, unless it's just information about something you need to know about, it's fake. Don't don't isolate yourself thinking that everybody else has their act together and your life is nothing compared to this fake life that they're presenting to you. Yeah, it's, no, it's kind of like reality fake. TV. It's not Th- real. There's nothing real about it. Yeah, there's nothing real uh, about it. it. And a lot of this is processed. I mean, it, right. as you say, it is as a processed image of life that's being pushed, and it's just it's not reality. Look, I, look, I've seen people. In person, and then I've seen their Instagram oh, picture. Yeah, mm. you, you can't even recognize them. <laughs> Who it's, are you? It's uh, a, look, look, there's nothing wrong with putting your best foot forward. Well, I got that. Well, and use an angle. It needs, to be, it needs to be your foot. Right, right. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. I, I think we have to draw the line when you put somebody yeah. else's face over <laughs> yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I got no problem with you know stand the right way, get the right angle, yeah. and, and get uh-huh. my good side and get right. my lighting good. Yeah, but and when, this is my best color. When you're yeah. going in and changing your face, that's not you. Yeah, that's a little different. That's a little. But but anyway, what but, was, but wouldn't it be great if you could use technology to get together with people and mm-hmm. socialize? See, that's the thing. That's right. It's a, that human interaction. We're mm-hmm. we're not designed just no, to right. stare at a screen. No you know? doubt about that. And, and there's a lot of convenience to it, and it's cool, and it, it does have an addictive property to it, which I don't know is all bad. But I don't know why every time <laughs> we start talking about computers, people go, "Well, if you just read books, yeah. you know." I, I think reading books can be addictive too, and anything. probably have anything like that. That, but we're 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 pack animals. We really are. Yeah, and you sure. need to socialize with people. That's why we have the family unit. And, you know, we think things work better when you're in small groups at church. And you also have the large corporate worship. Yeah. But oh, yeah. um, it's, uh, you know, you, you need to get out and, and, and invest in people. You well, know? you're right. We were talking about this, and, and we get into this with Josh McDowell, too. And y'all know we've been working on, you know, a, a men's discipleship strategy. And from the last four years that we've kind of been experimenting with it, to your point, Bubba, um, I remember, I'll just use this number. These numbers are not exact, but it's easy to work with. It's pretty close, though. So when we started saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to bring the men and start doing services that are designed by men for men, we started with about 600. Well, four years later, the regular attendance of those four services a year is about 285, somewhere in there. So we went further, and it's going to make this point. Of the 285 that, that, that are involved in that men's ministry, I mean, I'm talking about like they're devoted to it. Right. 99% of them went into the small groups. The ones who didn't go into the small group, they vanished. So, so it's, it's back to that again. It, the ones who chose not to do that interaction and get together and hammer out scriptures and talk about life with other men, those people do not, they're not participating in the men's ministry much at all. And uh, the ones who do are in small groups, and the ones who didn't do small groups, they faded away. Uh, so, so it kind of makes the point, you know, we're, we're, we're designed, we're not designed to, to go alone, uh, and, uh, and make that our normal and, and isolate ourselves away from interaction with other people. I mean, there's times and seasons you may have to do that. No, but, oh, but that's overall, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I do that. I do yeah. that. Oh, I, you know me. I yeah. have to look at some pine trees. And that was one thing. If <laughs> there was one thing in my life this missing. <laughs> no, it's a time that yeah. I spend alone. No, I do that. And you, you need to go out and seek, you know, and, and spend time, you know, just alone with you and prayer and quiet and listen and all that's wonderful. But you can't isolate yourself away because the Bible also speaks that uh, – 
God does not want us to isolate ourselves from people. He, he, he clearly says not to do that. And when you say, well, I'm, I'm accessing people, but it's through technology, well, that's fake. That's not a real relationship, which is why you get this loneliness feeling. Right. It's not real. And uh, like you were talking about even with reading books, I don't think reading books is worth anything if what you're consuming is of no value. Right. I mean, you know, right. so it, it, it has to also be a value. Right. Yeah. But you know how they always throw that out. Oh, no, you're you know, right. Like yeah. somehow, oh, if, you're not, if you're not sitting reading a book, you just... Yeah. Oh, look, let me tell you, everything has a place, but if it's of no value... Yeah, just keep it keep right. it in place. Keep it in check. Yeah. I mean, if you're reading Fifty Shades of Grey and you say, man, I read books all the time, uh, I'd assume you're not reading that. You know? Find something else to do. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show. We're back. Thank you for being with us. Will of Meat it will happen today. We know that because we made it to the end of the week and it hasn't spun yet. So Will of Meat is coming up. Uh, thanks to all who attended the second half rally last night in Birmingham. Uh, great, uh, great uh, ministry uh, dealing with men that are 50-plus uh, working on finishing well. Uh, they even have hats, and on the, the hats it says finishing well. Enjoyed a, a chance to address that group of men last night, thanks to all who attended. Uh, also, uh, Olive Baptist Church last weekend has now made the, uh, if you were not able to attend, uh, the message uh, that I was uh, honored to be able to give there at Olive Baptist Church last Sunday. That is now available. Uh, they uh, sent us a copy of that, and we've got that in show notes today at rickandbubba.com. Uh, also put it, out, uh, put it out on social media if you want a link to that to, uh, to view that, if you, if you have a desire to, uh, on, uh, on your time. So if you were not able to be there and still would like to hear that message, uh, thanks to Olive Baptist and their their tech team for making that available to us, and you can you can watch that uh, at your leisure. Also, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Josh McDowell, our guest, Bubba and I talk about uh, talk to him uh, about the current state of the American church and, and technology and all that. Uh, that in depth conversation comes your way tomorrow as you start the weekend. So this uh, the all this going on with Trump and impeachment, and you know we're, we're going through this uh, this circus. Uh, well, now the Justice Department has uh, has come out, Bubba, and they uh, they're confirming something that we had been told was likely, but now it's official. Well, Rick, and this is all based on the FISA court. This is our spy court. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. even even when we go to spy on people, we have to have some type of due process. So mm-hmm. We have a secret court that they have to go to, give a judge evidence, and they say go or no go on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the FISA court has made a very rare public admission yesterday saying that the Department of Justice admitted fault in the warrants that they were seeking with Carter Page to spy on him. So let me back up and and see how all this plays. Carter Page is a businessman, okay? Mm -hmm. He's doing business in the U.S. He's also doing business in Russia. He joins the Trump campaign, some type of tie-in, some type of connection. He starts working for them. Well, somebody just catches their eye. And they said, hey, Carter Page may be a spy. He may be working for the Russians. He may be trying to turn other people. We need to have a closer look at him since he is very close and is advising Donald Trump. You know what? I'll give you a, hey, we need to look at that. Okay, I'm fine with that in spy world. So they go, they get a warrant to spy on Carter Page. They tap his phones. They're looking at his email. They're following him around. Guess what? Nothing to it. 
He appears to be a businessman. He's only conducting business. He's advising Trump on how the Russians look at things, getting a little feel on the ground of how to interact with them. Nothing to it. Well, they go back again to get another warrant. to have to extend it because it's only for a period of time. And then at that point, they start not exactly telling the judge mm-hmm. all the truth. Mm-hmm. They don't include the fact that what they've looked at, they can't find anything wrong. So they just keep extending it. And they're leaving off key evidence that the judge said that they needed to continue giving this warrant. So they're kind of leaving it as an open-end investigation. Well, what the political folks discovered, hey, we've got the CIA, the FBI spying on Donald Trump. We need to use that information. Let's see what else we can find. Then it turned political. And they kept rolling this warrant over and over to spy on Carter Page when the evidence they were gathering showed there was nothing to it. And they used it now to gather political evidence. And that's how all of this started. And they liked the fact they had access to Donald Trump through the FISA court and the fact that they had a pass to go in with the latest and greatest technology we've got to spy on him. Remember when Trump came out after he had been he had won, but he was transitioning and he said, Trump Tower is bugged. We got a problem here. And people thought, well, he's crazy. He was telling the truth. He really was. They found out that they were being spied on. All right, this sounds and, you, and this this yeah. is much worse than Watergate. That's what I was going to say. This this sounds like Watergate on steroids. And then after Trump won and goes in, they realize they have a problem because now Trump's people will have access to all this and they can find out what they've been doing. They start running for cover. They never thought Trump was going to win. So the alternate plan was: we got to get Trump out of there. We got to get him impeached. We got to we got to have this. We got to stir up a Russia connection. We got to stir up this connection. Brennan, Clapper, all these old Obama guys that were at the top of this knew this was going on. We don't know how far, and I want to know what they knew and when they knew it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if we need a special prosecutor, it's on this. This is abuse of our due process and our spying ability and our investigation ability at the highest level. This is what cannot happen in America. This is what's wrong. Not this thing that you're seeing trumped up about a phone call. I mean, and you look at this headline. This is abuse of power. Justice Department admits that warrants to spy on Carter Page were improperly renewed, as Bubba just laid out, and there was not enough evidence to continue surveilling uh, the former Trump advisor. They they shouldn't have had him. It should have stopped when they checked in, as Bubba said, which I think we all said was reasonable. But once they got the information, see, what happened is, what started out is, this is appropriate, we should check this out. And as you pointed out, once it flipped to a political agenda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, then, figured, they found out, hey, we, somebody right. up the chain realized we got something going on here. Right. And I don't know if the first one was even justified, but I will give them benefit of the doubt on that. You got a guy who's doing business sure. in Russia. He's yeah. advising sure. the president. I, I say give him a look. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Okay. Any president, Republican or Democrat, just be sure that we don't have some agent trying to infiltrate. The problem, the agent who was infiltrating was our own government, was our own spy masters, was our own FBI. And now what did we run Nixon out of town about? A break-in okay. to look at somebody else's a political opponent's stuff, what they were doing. Kind of spying on them. <laughs> exactly what it was. Right. And then the cover-up behind it. Right. And uh, then the question is, how far up did this go? 
who knew? Who and did when, this? And when did they know it? That's right. <laughs> who who ordered this? Well, now the the FISA, you know, when the inspector. By the way, General, this is not up for debate anymore. The Justice Department is saying this is what happened. So it's not. It's right. no longer. Hey, well, somebody said. You I know, mean, we we have this this concept of the Inspector General, who is supposed to be independent of all these departments that they're in, so they can investigate what's going on. And the Justice Department's Inspector General harshly criticized the FBI's handling of those applications to the FISA court. The FBI said they or the Inspector General said the FBI omitted from the court key details that undercut their original premise about Page, who has denied any wrongdoing and has never been charged as part of the investigation into ties between Russia and the Trump campaign. So they hid things that would have had the they would have been denied to continue. Absolutely. So they hid those things. They they the evidence that would have cleared Carter Page they kept out of the report. So they intentionally could so they, so could, they could keep spying on the Trump campaign. And even then, they don't have anything. Top of the hour, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Phone calls are coming up as well. That should scare every American. No doubt. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.